five, four, three, two, one. Hello, world, and welcome to We Live on a Planet. I'm your host, Patrick. Thank you for joining me on this Monday, March 15th, 2021. This is episode 468 in the works, give or take my math. I know I've said that more than once with almost 500 episodes, though. It's hard not to be a little repetitive, so I apologize. Is it spring here in central New York? It doesn't feel like it. Right now, its temperature is 18 degrees Fahrenheit. Feels like temperatures of 3 degrees Fahrenheit. Highs are going to be about 25 Winds are out of the north-northwest at 15 miles per hour. There, we got that out of the way. One for the archives. Sorry, I didn't have a show for you Friday. Things pop up. We'll talk about that and much more with our quote when we come back. I'll be right back. Whoa, we're back. (laughs) Thank you for coming back. All right, let's dive right into our quote. This is from F. Scott Fitzgerald. He said, it's not life that's complicated. It's the struggle to guide and control life. How true. It's not life that's complicated. It's the struggle to guide and control life. Because if you think about it, life really isn't that complicated. But what really is, is what we do as humans is try to control our life and guide it in certain ways. And a lot of times there's things that are just out of our control that we have no control of. And uh, that can be very frustrating and cause a lot of anxieties and speak of it, anxieties and stuff like that. That's why Friday... I had my show that I, you know, Mondays and Fridays, I come out and talk to you. And Friday, um, I just mentally wasn't there. I'm just, you know, those are the, I've said it before, those are the times that I need to push this scary red record button and come out and talk to you when I'm really struggling. But those are the days, too, that it's hard just to breathe, let alone come out and entertain You know, I I don't really get in that mood when I'm in that mood. So, all right, enough about that. But I I liked that quote, and it's one to live by. So tomorrow's my 51st birthday. I can't believe it. I'm going to be 51. Wow. We're a little late on all kinds of sounds, aren't we? There we go. 50, what, do I get applause for 51? You know what I should get an applause for, though? I'm proud of I haven't talked about my sobriety much lately, but it's nice to be sober. And this is five years, six months, and 23 days. That's 2,034 days sober. And uh, all right, that's (laughs) over $61,000 I've saved from being sober. And it's nice to not look forward to like oh it's my birthday so I'm gonna get really drunk and I can't wait and you know I I have no problems with people still drinking I'm not one of those reformed drinkers or anything where I preach to anybody but for me it wasn't working anymore and I'm really glad that I stopped doing it 
All right, next topic. What else we're going to I feel like my buddy Kingfish, he's a trucker that I've talked about before, and he's got a podcast, and he'll talk, and then he'll be like, all right, next topic. And I <laughs> feel like him right now. Shout out to Kingfish. Um, if you remember, if, if you do follow the show, you know that I randomly called uh, Life Serial, the serial company, and they had a 1-800 number where you could call them and um, give them suggestions. And I gave them the suggestion about a Neapolitan-flavored cereal with their flavors that they have. And you can listen to that, what I was talking about, if you want to, in my past episode. But it reminded me um, that they're going to be sending me, ooh, that was my belly. Uh, it reminded me of... Um, that I'm getting coupons from them because after I called and I talked to the guy, he ended up saying to me, um, Hey, would you like me to send you some coupons? And I'm like, heck yeah, I'd like you to send me some coupons. So he's going to send me some coupons and I keep getting notifications right now. So I apologize for that. If you're hearing those notifications, maybe you are, maybe you're not through the roadcaster pro. I've got my phone hooked up. Speaking of sober grid, that was the notification. Somebody was just looking at my profile. Um, okay, so it, it, what was I talking about? Oh, the coupons. So the, I'm waiting for those coming in the mail soon. And it reminds me of a story of way back, t over 25 years ago, me writing a handwritten letter to a local potato chip company in Syracuse, New York, and sending them about how I liked their potato chips. And I grew up eating their chips, and they're really good chips. And uh, better than, like, Lay's or any store-bought, just this local chip. And they ended up sending me, this was, uh, like I said, over 25 years ago. They sent me a check in the mail saying, enjoy, enjoy the next... Um, A box of chips on us. I'm sorry about that. My notifications keep getting me. <laughs> uh, okay, we'll be right back. Mm, kind of easy. <laughs> oh, those those notifications got me thrown all all off. I make mistakes here. We live on a planet all the time. You know, and I'm one and done. I don't edit. It's not that I don't care about the show. I love We Live on a Planet. It's my baby. I created it on my own, and I love it. And, uh, but I just, I want to just come out and enjoy it and stuff. So I, I make mistakes, and such as, like, on my last show, on this day of history, I had brought up um, Russia. And I said something about, oh, the Soviet Union, because I said how it used to be called the USSR. And then I'm like, well, the Soviet Union. Well, it's not the Soviet Union. It's Russia. It shows how I'm almost 51. <laughs> I grew up knowing it as that. And I wanted to correct that just because I did want to correct that because I make mistakes. I did say spring. I, I question if spring was here, but our snow is finally gone. So that's awesome. We're getting a lot of applauses in this podcast. Uh, the snow is finally gone. That feels good. I was able to get my fire pit out and the chairs out and cleaned up all the bird seed around the bird feeder. And uh, from all season that it stayed up during the winter, 
but I still have my bird woes. If you follow the show, you know that I had to stop filling my bird feeder because I was getting these birds that were coming in like, I called them zombie birds. And they were like, mm, I don't know what kind of birds, cowbirds. They're smaller than a crow, a little bit bigger than a robin. And they just wreaked havoc and they would come in in a flock and just empty that bird cedar, bird feeder in seconds. And I felt like it was just like taking money and throwing it right out the window. And so, but I had to clean that all up and that looks nice now. And so the next step is getting the table out and the chairs and the, the grill. Although my grill I got last season and I think I got a lemon. It's not working the way it should properly. So I'm hoping even though I don't have the receipt that I can bring it back to my local Lowe's where I got it and just exchange it for a grill that properly works. So that would be nice. So um, another applause coming up. I'm Sig Free. Yeah. Yes. And I feel fantastic about that. That has been harder for me to quit than alcohol. Although my first couple days in rehab and detox was, oh, that was a nightmare. <laughs> detox was a nightmare. But quitting smoking has been very, very difficult. And I've done it. The, you know, I was, I did it before a year and a half. I was smoke free and then I started again. And I think the last, I was just almost a year smoke free and picked it back up just like that. I almost snapped my fingers. But if you, in case you had your, had earphones in I didn't want your ears to but yeah so I'm really proud about that that I'm sig free and I'm still doing my sit-ups and push-ups mostly push-ups the sit-ups I can't do as well I had back surgery in 2012 and I have metal rods and pins and screws and not that I'm making excuses but my flexibility isn't the greatest so I'm trying to get there but I'm I've just uh I've lost so much weight. It's crazy. I'm really down to like high school weight, which is crazy. And no, none of my jeans fit me anymore. And I finally found a pair of jeans that fit. And that feels so good because there's nothing more uncomfortable than constantly pulling up your jeans. And then the belt I had, I had to make a, another hole for it because I couldn't get it tight enough. And then it wasn't belts are so uncomfortable anyways I hate wearing a belt and so I finally did find a pair of jeans that fit me but my waist size I couldn't believe I'm down to like I got 31s but those are a, I could probably wear a 30 and that, that's crazy to me so all right what else we're going to what else we're going to talk about I don't know when we come back we'll we'll talk about some more stuff We'll be right back. Magically, we're back. So uh, if you, hi, I'm sorry, I'm going to, if you follow the show, which I hope you do, and you, I hope you subscribe so you know when the new episodes are out. My last episode, I talked about Oreo cookies and about how they were invented in March 6, 1912, I think it was. And how they're the most famous cookie in the world and most recognized and everything. Have you ever heard of Hydrox cookies? H-Y-D-R-O-X. 
I have. And depending on where you live, maybe you've heard of them, maybe you haven't. But they're a, a knockoff Oreo. I thought, I thought that they were like a cheap knockoff wannabe Oreo. Well, come to find out, since my mind is so curious, Hydrox came out before Oreos. Yeah, so Oreo is really a ripoff or a knockoff of a Hydrox cookie. They, they debuted in the United States in 1908. And so, but we know the similar, well, the Oreo cookie introduced in 1912 was inspired by the Hydrox. The Oreo eventually exceeded Hydrox in popularity, which resulted in the Hydrox being perceived as an imitator. Compared to Oreos, Hydrox cookies have a sweeter filling and a crunchier cookie shell that has been noted to become less soggy in milk. I've had Hydrox cookies. You can still find them, but I just thought that was interesting. So I wanted to just bring that up to, I don't know. So when you do see those Hydrox cookies, maybe next time instead of poo-pooing them or pushawing them, grab a, grab a pack of them and see if you like them better than Oreo cookies. So... All right, enough about that. Next topic. I'm going to, oh, I'm looking forward to, I have, um, this Friday, I'm going to be a guest on Eddie Green's 101, and I can't wait. I was on his show before, and then I had Eddie Green on my show. It was episode number 384, and me and Eddie just kind of talked, chatted, and that's what we're going to do this Friday, and I'm really looking forward to being a guest on his podcast, so that would be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to that. You know what else I'm looking forward to? I, you know, I don't like remakes at all. And this is not a remake that I've heard of them doing or anything. But this is my brain going, I wish Hollywood would do this remake. Since they remake everything. And the 80s are so popular right now. If you go to TikTok or anything, the, the millennials love the 80s. I grew up in the 80s an 80s kid and I I've talked about the 80s generation how in history classes they'll talk about how the 80s was a generation like no other and uh, I think for a remake they need to make the greatest American hero I loved that TV show it was cheesy campy terrible special effects but what they could do today with the special effects to that but the same concept of a guy that gets a super suit and it'll, it gives him all these abilities to do everything. But the, the hitches, the aliens, aliens give him this suit and uh, he loses the directions. So he doesn't know how to properly use the suit. And so he has to learn throughout the season of the shows of how to. And he, he, this suit is like a bane to him. Like he doesn't want to fly and he can barely, when he does, he's crashing all the time. And I remember watching that as a kid and just dreaming that some alien would drop a super suit off for me. And I would just be like out experimenting with it every day. And he never would. And I'd be like, go out and just put it on, you know, experiment with it, experiment. But I, I just thought that would be a cool remake is the greatest american hero 
And I can hear that song right now. Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. I, it's just going to go through my head. It's been going through my head since the 80s anyways, once a month randomly. I posted that as a meme on my Instagram. I think it was I put it on my Instagram, maybe Facebook. I don't know. If you want to know how to find me on those places, you probably do, but I've told you before, WLOAP.com. From there, you can find all my spots. All right, we'll be right back. When we come back, we'll learn something. Welcome back. Thank you for coming back. All right, what are we going to do? Let's flip a coin. All right, we are at the History Channel. We're going to learn something about what happened on this day of history. On March 15, 1965, President Lyndon B. Johnson addresses a joint session of Congress to urge the passage of legislation guaranteeing voting rights for all. Using the phrase, we shall overcome, borrowed from African-American leaders struggling for equal rights, Johnson declares that every American citizen must have an equal right to vote. That was in 1965. All right, let me scroll just a little bit so we can find out what the next thing. We've got a lot of advertisements. Uh, 44 BC, ancient Rome, the Ides of March. Julius Caesar, dictator of Rome, is stabbed to death in the Roman Senate House by 60 conspirators led by Marcus Junus Brutus. Hmm. That was March 15th. 1820, Maine enters the Union as part of the Missouri Compromise between North and South. Maine is admitted into the Union as the 23rd state. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1767, Andrew Jackson is born. Future President Andrew Jackson is born. Mm, big deal. Racist. Uh, 1972, Francis Ford Coppola's The Godfather opens. The Godfather. Great, great movie. Just a classic. Um, what else do we have? Wow, that's it. That was a quick This Day of History. As always, if there's any of those This Day of History that you would like to learn more of, I encourage you to head on over to the History Channel's website. All of those, not all of the... Well, yeah, all the ones I just talked about today, you can open up and find out more about those. All right, when we come back, we'll jump on over to the fact site, and maybe we'll uh, figure out what we'll name this show, because I don't even have a title to this show. But over at the fact site, maybe it will give us a couple ideas of what we can, because it's my show so random. It's hard to, even after all these years of me doing this, I've hard to explain exactly what my podcast is. And I shout out to my friend Radio Mylar, who is a, a co-host of Canadian Politics is Boring. I encourage you to go check that podcast, podcast out. He remembered one day when he shouted me out on his podcast that it's a personal journal with a variety show flair. And that's the best way to describe it but it's still 
I don't know, a train wreck, pear-shaped, whatever you want to call it. It's fun sometimes. When we come back, we'll learn something more. Stick around. Whoa, we're coming back, a little rock star. <laughs> oh, this podcast is so bipolar sometimes. And I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm just saying it because that's what I have. And so sometimes it's just all over. Do you remember this one way back from the old podcast days where I would just tell you to just take today and just... Falcon punch! Yeah, falcon punch it right in the throat. That's what I'm trying to do with today. I'm not going to let life seem complicated or try to guide it. That's what I remember what we learned at the beginning from F. Scott Fitzgerald. All right, let's learn something more. The world's strangest technology-based sports. Yeah, so maybe I can name this episode 468 Tech Sports. The world of sports, you know how many, it's so buried. But did you know there's Segway Polo? Yeah, the official governing body for this sport that spans across the world from the U.S. and Barbados to the U.K. and Lebanon is the ISPA, or the International Segway Polo Association. The rules of the game are adapted from other, more conventional polo games like horse and bicycle. Wow. So you can imagine. I've never been on a Segway. I have no desire to get on one. I've heard too many horror stories about people getting hurt on Segways, but... I can't imagine polo on a Segway. The next one for a tech sport is contesting. Contesting. It made me think of my father-in-law because he was an amateur ham radio. And this is an amateur ham radio sport or base sport where the aim being to get in touch with as many stations as their competitor can with a specific period. The can competition runs mainly on the HF bands with some exceptions which organizers have deemed off limits but yeah they try to get in touch with as many people as they can if you're contesting there's a few tips of winning read the rules thoroughly check all your equipment for any problems plan your food drink and bathroom breaks and establish a plan yeah that's pretty pretty they're still doing that using ham radios okay next one is drone racing oh speaking of drone racing drone season is among us and i have a dji mavic mini that's i have a really nice setup for it and i didn't fly i've flown it maybe a total of 42 minutes total time of flying and uh, i'm looking forward to flying it this season I just don't have anybody to fly it with. My buddy doesn't live around here anymore, and I need a buddy to go fly it with so it's not so boring. But drone racing sounds just like what it would be, racing of drones, the DRL, or Drone Racing League. And the pilots wear these goggles that give them, like, the first-person view that they're flying it, and they're fast. I've seen it, and it is fast and fast-paced, and they're little drones. Next one is mobile throwing, mobile throwing. 
The sport started in 2000 in Finland, but is now spreading around the world with championships and teams in the U.S. all the way to the Czech Republic. Shout out to my brother and sister-in-law out in Prague. And Liechtenstein. Players throw mobile phones and are judged on their method and their distance. (laughs) There are four major categories. Original or traditional. Team, original, freestyle, and junior. (laughs) So you just got to throw a phone. Throw a phone. And then the last one. Robot combat. They've made movies about that. And I'm trying to think of that one Hugh Jackman was in. Like where there was boxing robots. But these ones are the drone robots where um, they have them on, what's that TV show? Um, Battle bots. Battle bots. And so, yeah, I've got competitors, got these death machines (laughs) in these confined places. And uh, they try to take each other out. So I feel feel that's kind of neat, you know. We learned a little about different, um, what do you mean, Jigger? Tech, tech uh, sports. Got a little wrinkle on our brain. All right, enough with that nonsense. Stick around, we'll be back, we'll finish off the show. Thank you so much for giving me the most valuable gift you could ever give me. And that was your time just now. Thank you for that. Because it's something you can't give back. And that's all we really have is time. So thank you for letting me stumble through episode 468. (laughs) It was fun. I can't believe it will be my birthday. I'm excited for that. And I'm excited to see my daughters. That'll be so nice. I get to see them, my girls. I'm a lucky dad. Thank you. And tell a friend about We Live on a Planet. That's the best way. It will gain some wheels. Also, if you haven't subscribed to my website, I encourage you to do that. Or if you listen to iTunes or Spotify or any place that you listen to, you subscribe there and you'll know when new episodes are out. All right, my friends. Do your best to stay curious and not judgmental. And I'll talk to you again real soon.